All right, folks. Hey, uh, welcome to the runningrestaurants.com podcast, where we bring you the tips, tools, and techniques you need to know to make your restaurant more profitable and successful. I'm your host, Jamie Oikel, and today I've got a great restaurant marketing episode for you with David Rev Ciancio of Branded Strategic Hospitality. Good to see you again, Rev. How are you, man? Oh, it's great to see you. Thanks for having me back. I'm awesome. Thanks. I'm really, really excited. Thanks for everybody that's listening. Yeah. Listen, this guy has been around lately. So tell me what you've seen. Yeah, I know you are at a pizza show, maybe at another show. So when you go to these events, uh, there's a lot of excitement sometimes. What's new? What's trending? You spoke on panels or moderated. Tell, tell, tell me what's going on, man. Yeah, trade shows and conferences are definitely back. I mean, I did the IRFS in New York about three weeks ago, and I was at International Pizza Expo uh, and Bar and Restaurant Expo two weeks ago. Again, I don't know when you're listening to this, but it, today it's April 7th. Uh, but conferences are back, man. People yeah. are attending the conferences. People are excited. And, you know, Jamie, and I, I don't know that I, I can generalize the entire industry based on the perspective of a couple of shows, but I definitely get the sense that operators of all sizes, independent, large, growing, multi-unit, are leaning way more into tech and marketing than probably ever before. Mm. Uh, and I think the pandemic in particular has pushed everybody to like advance and think differently and grow and, and new in ways, in new exciting ways. And for sure, like the labor shortage and, you know, all these other things we're plagued with, you know, the move to online ordering, you know, supply chain is like, it's just forced us all to be more dynamic. It's forced us all to think differently, think about how can I use technology or ways to save on money and labor costs? Like, that, that is the feeling I'm getting out there. Yeah, uh, I agreed. I've been hearing that as well. But uh, Vegas, you definitely were in Vegas for one of them. Was that the pizza one or the nightclub one? What was the vibe? I mean, do you have fun? I know you're a pizza guy. You eat some pizza. What's up? I Yeah, I was at International Pizza. So they, this is crazy. It was two conventions at the same time in the same building. So on, oh, on one sure. end of the hall in Vegas was the International Pizza Expo. And on the other end, which, by the way, still the 20-minute walk between the two of them, was <laughs> right. the, the the bar and restaurant show, which was formerly the, the nightclub and bar show. That's right. Um, but, yeah, it was fun. It was great. I, I I was actually a judge for the International Pizza Championship at the nice. Expo. Nice. So over the course of four, three days, I think I had 35 different pizzas, which was glorious. I tell people that pizza is my religion. So you know, that was good. <laughs> good, man. All right, let's get into it. We're gonna, Dave, Dave can talk all about everything marketing. So we're going to get to some marketing stuff. In fact, uh, Rev did a big summit. I'm going to say four months ago now at this yeah, point, January. three, three January. four months ago at this point, uh, brought in 20 plus experts, had content on all sorts of categories. Uh, how was that experience? Any, any call outs from there for restaurant marketing that you remember from that summit? I, it was very, very well done. By the Thank way. you. I appreciate that. And uh, your content was actually one of the highest, most viewed pieces in there was yours. Yeah. Uh, but like, look, I think, you know, in general, the, the, the pandemic has sort of advanced the industry. Like we no longer, uh, this is almost like, this is almost like a joke to say at this point, but like having good food and opening the door is just not enough. You know what I mean? It's like, that's even lower than table stakes. Like restaurants have to be doing marketing, you know, even at a minimum, like a weekly newsletter and updating Instagram, like we have to do it, right? Because here's the thing is for a long time, right? The restaurant business was built around a visit, right? It was built around a transaction. I come to your restaurant, you open the door and you serve me, right? Like that's our business for decades. And now, you know, I joke, I'm like shaking my phone at the screen for those of you listening, just the yeah. audio here. Like, but like our guests and us are on our phones all day long 
it's now time for us as an industry to meet our guests where they are, which is on their phone, right? And so a guest can have a transaction with you on Google. They can, you know, comment on your Instagram post. They can order from you online. They can find you in a third party. Like there are so many touch points in a digital journey for a customer. You know, they, if they take an Uber to your restaurant, they need your address. Like there's all these ways that our guests can, can connect with us digitally that isn't just the transaction. Right. And so, you know, what came out of that summit and what I think the mindset of what people switching is like, man, I got to meet my customer in their journey. So like if they're on my Google page, how am I controlling that part of it? If they're on my online ordering, is it easy to use? Do, do I capture their email address? Mm -hmm. Okay. Now that I have their email address, what do I do with it? Do I email them a newsletter? Do I send them a welcome flow? Do I have them in automations? Am I using that to create a custom audience through Facebook advertising? You see, like it just keeps going and going. And so I, you know, the big, I think the big takeaway in general, like again, to go up 10,000 feet is that we have to market to our guests. Like we have to meet them where basically if they're coming to us through a digital channel, we have to be there. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. You said, you said it very interesting the way you started this little, this little section about how it used to be like, yeah, you used to open up a little restaurant and you used to just like be there and you would open the door and you would just wait for people to come or, or hope that they would come. I call it hope, hope marketing. And like, absolutely. That is probably 1000% dead at this point. And, and everything you talked about for getting people is, is so, so important. So let's get into some of that. Uh, but before we do that, let, let's go. Let, there's a logo right on there, right? So you got my logo and then you got branded. Then you have another logo. This is Bryant Park Handcraft Burgers and Brew. Now, when I talked to David, the first time I met him, he said, I'm never going to get back in the restaurant business. I did say that. <laughs> and, then, and then sooner or later, then now he's a partner in, in a restaurant in, in New York City. So for, so, so you, you're coming at the same angle as all the listeners are coming from it. Operator, it, worrying about all the same things. So that's that I think folks can appreciate. You're dealing with all these things. You're not just talking about them. You're doing them. So you open the place. How that happened? You're right in New York City. Great restaurant marketplace, but but crowded. Yep. What's up? Yeah. By the way, it's definitely like the hair club for men. Like I'm not just the president. I'm a client. Like hundred <laughs> percent exactly. what it is. Now, look, some friends of mine that own a bunch of really popular gastro pubs called me and said, we're going to start a quick service restaurant. We don't know anything about it. Do you want to come in and do marketing for us? And long story short, they came and they said, do you want to just be a co-founder? I said, yes. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we're doing smash burgers, you know, hand cut French fries, tater tots. It's very, very simple. It's a very small menu and it's intended to be grab and go, although people want to sit there and eat. I have no idea why, but it's great. It's great. Um, but, you know, what, what we've come out of the gate with was, was like, we want to be a digital restaurant and I don't mean a virtual brand. I literally want to be a digital restaurant. So 99% uh, of our transactions are digital, really? right? Right. And so the way it works, I'll walk through the service model and then I'll kind of tell you how we do it. But essentially, like people walk through the door and again, quick, sir, it's a burger counter. Right. You walk through the door and I have a greeter. I have a host like as if you walked into a steakhouse. Hey, my name is Melanie. Welcome to Handcraft Burgers and Brew. We're so excited you're here. And we meet the guest at the door and there's no cash registers. Mm -hmm. Right. We literally go, hey, listen, we have these, you know, the best way to order is from your phone. You can sit down over here. We got free Wi-Fi. Just hit that QR code and order and it'll be right out. And so we literally walk our guests to a table and encourage them to order online, right? The beauty of that is they control the experience. It's comfortable. They're not like staring at a screen with a line of people ahead of them, but it also indoctrinates them to the idea that they can order ahead, mm -hmm. right? And then I capture their email address, their phone number, their name, and then they get added to my CRM. 
right? Then the, then my host will be like, if they're like, they don't want to order from their phone, we have three kiosks set up. It's like, by the way, if you don't want to order your phone, we have these kiosks mm -hmm. and they'll walk through, here's how the kiosk works. And, and then they just sort of like stand aside, let the person order what they want, right? So again, we're capturing their contact data. We also find that guests who order using their own device or a kiosk have a higher average order value because they're like, ooh, French fries. Ooh, do I want these tater tots? Oh, how about an ice cream float? Like, they, right. we have, so we're capturing their data, right? I've reduced my labor costs because I don't have to have four or five people sitting behind a counter, right? And then New York, it's actually legal to be cashless. You, you just can't. Okay. We have to have a register. So we have a tiny little register kind of like not hidden, but it's not like prominent. So if somebody absolutely demands to give us cash or a card, we kind of like pull out this little toast kiosk and transact. But before we hit the tender button, there's a screen that says, do you want to put in your email or phone number to be notified when your food is ready? Yeah. So literally, if you've eaten at my restaurant, I have your contact information and I can remarket to you. So it's a really interesting concept. And so with that, you know, our database is, you know, we've been open for 16 weeks. I think we have already like 1800 emails. I couldn't tell you how many phone yeah. numbers we have. We have almost 1200 people opted into text message marketing. You know, we have, you know, almost 2,500 followers on Instagram. Like because we have our guest information, right, we control their journey. Right. Or we can at least meet them on their journey and we can remarket to them. So we're, you know, we're measuring average order value. We're measuring frequency. We're measuring digital touch points. We're measuring, measuring lapsed of all these things in place. It's all almost all automated. I just love everything you just said <laughs> for a lot, for a lot of reasons. Like, and, and it's good. Cause I mean, you started from scratch that way and which I think is good. So it's built into your DNA and a hundred percent it's accurate. So if someone, if someone were to ask the, if we were to ask the question to someone, how are you doing with capturing your, your people that come into your restaurant and they make, Oh, well, we're getting one or two a day, man. That's really, that's really, really bad. Please don't, please don't have that answer for, for, for longer <laughs> than today. Right. So after, after you just heard what, what, what Rev said, I mean, what can you take and integrate into, into your system? I mean, those list size for, for a place are great starting points and you're, you're growing that list so fast. Uh, I could dig into a lot of that stuff right there. But I mean, I, we, we essentially built like a, a spider web around their experience. Like we're going to catch them, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So if you order from the yeah. kiosk, I get your phone number, right? If you order from your phone, I get your phone number, your email address. If you order from the register, I probably get your phone number. So like I have a lot of data capture there, right? If you order delivery, I'm getting it because same thing. We're controlling first party delivery. But then also we use Ovation. I think you and I have talked about Ovation before. So it's to get guest feedback. Like, hey, how was your meal? Mm -hmm. So I also have a QR code on the table that they can scan and tell us how it was. I'm getting their phone number and email address that way, right? I also have a hook from Ovation into third party. So if you happen to order on a third party delivery site, I still getting your information. And if that wasn't enough, we also set up free Wi-Fi that you gotta get your, your yeah, email address. Right. So like we have prioritized capturing our guests information and so we've good. prioritized communication with them so they feel that they can talk to us so any one of my guests that uses ovation we reply to 100 percent of our guests who give us private feedback and then if they go and leave us a review on google or yelp or TripAdvisor, we reply to 100 percent of those hmm. so basically if you dm me if you send me a review if you text me if you email if you use any form of communication that's out there messenger we reply we reply like we are a hundred percent in contact with our guests. 
I'm just I'm just taking notes as I always do. But um, but if you're listening, if you were listening to this and you're going, holy shit, I'm not doing any of those things, like you're you're missing the opportunities because he already said it. Everyone has the phone. It is the way to do it, and you need to have the list control. Now you have that data, right? So I don't know what you prefer. Maybe you guys love sending out texts. Maybe you find emails better, but you have both at your disposal. Do you have a preference right now, or you just like to meet them where they are? Uh I mean, I know how I want to be communicated to as a consumer, but I, from a business perspective, I don't care. You tell me what channel you want and that's how we'll communicate to you. Mm -hmm. You know, if you prefer to devour our content and TikTok and that's how you want to inter, inter, you know, interact with handcraft, like, cool, we have TikTok. If you're into text, like we give you that option. Like I'll, I open all the channels, right? Yeah. And so then when we think about our programmatic marketing, like our burger of the month or a special or something, we use all the channels to communicate and then we take our communications and we tailor them to that channel. So I will promote my burger of the month via SMS and I'll promote it in search and I'll promote it in email and I'll promote it on social. But the way we communicate that message is uh, aligned with the, whatever the native platform is. So the message won't necessarily be the same. We optimize it for the channel. Yeah, let's go. Let, let's go to TikTok because you just mentioned it, and I and, and it's it, and, and I know you're you're you have channels out there. You put out content. A lot of people still haven't used it yet. So talk like people don't know much about it. Although probably maybe everyone does, but but talk <laughs> like they don't. What what the heck is it? Because it's one of the newer platforms. It's definitely blown up. It's probably as big as anything else out there. But it's totally different. It's it's really totally different than a, than LinkedIn, than Twitter, than than Facebook. At least in my opinion. So spill it. What do you got? Yeah, I love, I love to start these conversations with a question. It, what do you think the biggest, most traffic site on the internet is? Well, it's it's like, I think it might be TikTok these days. It's, it is. It's close. It is. Most is people it, would say Google, right? Yeah. But is it overtaking Google? In December of 2021, oh TikTok had more activity than Google. Oh, yeah. Like, that's insane. You know what I mean? So like, if that doesn't make you think about why you should think about TikTok, like, there's people there, but it's a social network that's video based. So it's really not people sharing photos like Instagram. Yeah. It's video. And most of the videos are like, you know, five to 30 seconds, like they're short form videos. And, and it's it's really leans more towards a creative type. Like yeah. it's not just like, hey, here's a video of me waving my hand in my backyard. Like people aren't sharing like, hey, I went to the water park with my kids. Like that's more for Instagram and Facebook. It's definitely more creative driven. So like from our perspective, we use it to do storytelling. Like, you know, we wrap all of our burgers in a pleat pack, which you can go Google what that is, but we tell people why we do that. Right. And then we tell the story of like why we chose this burger of the month. And we do silly videos about like putting too much cheese on stuff. And, you know, it's not just like glory shots of food. So you, it, it takes a little more effort. It takes a little more creativity, but man, Jamie, I'll tell you that the connection there is huge. It's like a green patch of land. Like the TikTok mm. algorithm is strong. People will find my restaurant without me really having to try to find them. And, you know, once in a while you'll get, you know, we've had a few, you know, we have 1300 followers, mm -hmm. you know, we have a few videos that have gotten 37,000 plays. You know what I mean? Like it's a great tool for discovery and like influencers love it. Consumers love it. it it's great. And I would encourage every restaurant out there to explore TikTok. Like it's, it's great for restaurants. Let's go to the fact, like, I know it started as a, as a music platform. And so when I thought, when I thought about it, everyone's little making little, little catchy videos, but it's, it's moved away from that. And now I hadn't really seen businesses use it, but so you're using it B2B. What is the, you've already talked about a few things, but how can a business, uh, 
you got to have personalities. I guess what I'm getting to, like, you can't, it's not boring. It's not a picture. Don't, it's not brochure. Like you have to, you have to let yourself out and be creative and fun and maybe do something silly. Like what, what else? Yeah. I think, you know, listen, TikTok rewards storytelling, right? So if you're an operator and you're like, how do I think about this? Like, don't overthink it. You know, put up a 30 second video of like why you started the restaurant, Mm -hmm. put up a 15 second video of how you make the food item. Like, just sh- show behind the scenes and how to and be personal or like if you have a couple of employees who are generally like pretty goofy and fun and like to be on camera like let them create a thing i, I would urge everybody that's listening to this like you can go follow handcraft burgers and see what we do since mm-hmm. that's what we're talking about but go look at, I, have, I have a client i work with called five napkin burger they're a multi-location burger bistro in new york city go look at their tiktok it's amazing they, they have two girls that work in their marketing department that have basically, it, honest to God, like it looks like the office. Like they're, they've <laughs> turned their boss, the founder into a character. There's like a main server who's like a character. And it's like watching a TV show in 15 second clips. And it's, it's really fun. It's really funny. Mm. And it's not just like burger porn. You know what I mean? It's like they call themselves the marketing or the burger girls. Like, and it's funny. And it's honestly like, I know it's a lot of work, but it really doesn't take that much for to be kind of fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. it's really like I'm seeing inside the operation by watching their TikToks. And it's fun. It's really yeah. fun. Yeah. People want to be, they want to be engaged in a different way for sure. And not every clip you do is going to turn into that 37K one. You may do one and be like, oh man, hundred people saw it. What am I doing? And then 200 people saw it. What am I doing? And then all of a sudden something will just kind of catch and you got to be patient with when you say. Yeah. I've talked to a lot of people who are really deep into the TikTok, like people, like expert level TikTokers. And they've said that 80% of your client, uh, 80% of your content will underperform. And it's that 20% that overperform that makes all the difference. So look at it this way. If you post 10 things and eight of them kind of suck, doesn't matter. That's, that's pretty standard. If two of them do better than the other eight, like that's everybody, you know, that's every account on TikTok. Interesting. Now you, your content did, drives 100% of your activity. You know. Did you tell me you have uh, either a report coming out or a book coming out or it's already out on this stuff? Yeah. So I wrote, I wrote an ebook called TikTok for restaurants and it's literally like a get started guide. It's like, do this, then do this, then do this, do this and do that. Like, it's literally like, I, I like, I like instructions. Like I like to being told what to do. So <laughs> yeah. I wrote a book that was like, here's how to get started. Here's how to create content. Here are best practices. And I guarantee like it paid in the books, like 20 pages, you consume in 10 minutes, but it's intended to be a guide, like yeah. how to get started, how to think about it. And how to not overthink about it, and what is everything that you need to do? Okay, all right. How do they get it? Where, 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 whereabouts? Uh, easiest way. It's, it's available online. It's you would go to bit.ly, so bitly slash TikTok for R. So T I K T O K, the number four and the letter R. So it's bitly slash TikTok for R. TikTok for restaurants, basically. All Just right, go well, there, and, and I also had like so you get the book, but then I also have a training video, like there's there's i walk through it and then i interviewed a couple of people who are expert tiktokers in the restaurant space and this was actually part of the summit i include that video so you get the book then you can watch an hour-long panel conversation between people who are really experts where i'm asking them questions about how to do it so if you want to go deep and then i have a transcription of that so you don't have to take notes uh and then i also have an audio version so if you want to put it in your phone and listen to it so it's a whole it's all a whole package of stuff like i really want to make it easy for somebody to get started with TikTok. 
Okay, that does sound like a way to get way to get going. And hey, don't 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 knock my notes. I like taking notes. <laughs> Listen, I'm a note taker too, but yeah. I was literally like, what else can I put in here that makes it easier? So I was yeah, like, no, I like give you the notes. You know? Yeah, and some and some people I, like sometimes I like to read stuff instead of listen to it or whatever. So yeah, that tr- trans- transcribed version works works for me too. So I appreciate that. Um, we could talk a whole bunch about marketing, but uh, I wanna I wanna leave the audience wanting more. We're gonna bring we're gonna bring Rev, Rev back in the future because he's uh, got awesome. he's got a client he's got a client engagement to run off to anyway. So we hit the restaurant, we hit how the summit did, we talked about TikTok, we gave him a way to get there. Is there anything else you do want to leave him with? A couple couple little, any other marketing nuggets? No, I mean, look, I'll say this: like, look, I threw it. We 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 went through a lot in twenty some minutes here, right? I. It's easy to be overwhelmed by like having a digital transformation. Like it's it's super easy to be overwhelmed because you know it, it there's so many things. I mean, if you did everything that we talked about on the show, it's probably three weeks worth of work. Yeah. You know what I mean? We made it sound easy. But the point is just decide to do it and pick the first thing. Like, what's the first thing you want to master? Master that one thing and then move on to the next thing. Like, I always tell people, just chunk it down. Like, yes, you should do all of these things. But I've been doing it for so long that it's easy for me to talk about or it's easy for you to talk about these things. But pick one, right? So is it, I need to reexamine my POS? Is it, I want to be better at TikTok? Is it, I need to get my guest data? I want, just pick one. Like, I want you to be inspired to transform, but you don't have to arrive all at once. You know, pick one thing. Yeah, good point. Good point. Uh, as far as far as brand and strategic hospitality, you got a website there. You got anything else going on there? Yeah, I mean, brand, branded is my parent company. They're a hospitality investment tech firm, so we take money from investors and give it to early stage startup technology that is really operator driven and operator focused. So if, if you need, and we have a really great marketplace. So if you're looking for new tech, you can go to Branded Strategic Marketplace. And you can put in there, I want a CRM or I want POS or I want whatever. And and it's not just marketing. It's also operations. Like I'm looking for help with labor savers or what. You can go to the marketplace and you can put in there what you're looking for. And we'll give you a bunch of recommendations. Okay. Very so cool. Very it, cool. It, also, that's an easy way to get started. If you know what the tech thing you're trying to solve is, you can go to the marketplace, pop it in. Good. Rev, I appreciate you as always. Thank you, sir. Likewise. Thank you. I'm so I'm I'm super always great to connect with you, and I love being able to help restaurants. So thank you. Yeah, and he's and he's great at it. All right, folks. Uh, that was David Rev Ciancio of Branded Strategic Hospitality. You can find them at brandedstrategic.com for more great restaurant marketing and service and operations and uh, everything else, tech tips as well. Uh, see us at runningrestaurants.com. We'll see you next time. Thanks, Rev. Thank you.